This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, it is Thursday. We're a couple days away from the weekend, but until then, you're hanging out with Lori and Julia. We're going to bring some fun to you guys. We've got some Britney news this hour, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to talk about. Of course, probably some bowling news, and we had some big news about Project Down and Dirty today. Oh, yes, we did. We did. Oh, my gosh. It's happening. So, you guys, Grant, you were on the team that was right about this. Yeah. That mm-hmm. we're going to be operating major machinery, machinery and playing in a sandbox. Yes. I'm excited about it. I think it'll be fun. Grant, you're the only one who, who saw the uh, text message this morning to call in. Yes. We, <laughs> I, I was out on a walk, and I didn't have my watch with me. I listened to the I was doing prep for our show and watching all the morning shows, <laughs> and I had my ringer off, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. whatever. I was uh, sleeping, and I got a call from Don uh, from the studio, and I was like, hello. Hello? And then she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just waking up. So I just <clears throat> came up to mm-hmm. it and we did it just fine. So. I, I mean, I told Casey, my mom has been so invested in this. We're listening for the clues. Sure, on the, sure, on sure, the, sure. On her Outdoor app. scoop pumpkin. Pumpkin. I couldn't have been more off, but I told Casey what we were doing. He goes, I saw that episode of Shark Tank. He, he goes, did. that's going to be fun and that's going to be easy yes. for you, yeah. you guys. So. Yeah, we don't, don't have to memorize lines. Yeah, we're not. We're not. I. I've got this. I know how to drive a motorcycle. I feel fine about clutching. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different than clutching. Okay, yeah. fine. It you, probably won't be as easy as that. But you're I, gonna have fun though. Yeah, I and mean, then there's a great, you know, fun way for our listeners to be involved too, and they can come, you know, and watch. Yeah. So there would be outdoor speakers and everything, Lori. I think it'll be. I don't think that this sounds hard. No, I don't. Well, I know that. we're going to get in there and just mess up and be verklempt and panicked as we're trying to. <laughs> That's going to be the well, well, I'm sure they're going to have us do competitive things. Oh, like who can do whatever you know, like a race, like two bulldozers racing or whatever. Oh, boy, I, I, I love it that or we're dig bo- a hole the fastest, yes. or, the or fastest. move as many pumpkins as you can from one pile into right. a hole. Things right. like that. That's where the pumpkin thing I think might come yeah. into play. And the inspiration so. though uh, was from real life stuff happening here because for the last since mid-August our um, parking lot out our window here has been under construction to remove this like ginormous gas tank and we've been hearing the pounding and watching mm-hmm, the big mm-hmm. machines work on it for a month and that was kind of the inspiration wax earplugs Julia yes. well, that's oh we're gonna wax need... earplugs I've already got them oh I'm sure they'll have ear protection that's a that's a must oh do will oh. they give us the mufflers or this, the head yeah some thing? something whatever yeah. but bring the wax ones just in case it doesn't hurt to double up you yeah know? so and you know now I can wear my safari clothes uh my blue wig is short. It could possibly be incorporated. You think so? Possibly. I'm sure there'll be some GoPros installed inside of each cab so we can get yeah. some reactions as yeah. we're... <laughs> yeah, oh my this, gosh. One, this one sounds like uh, pretty chill. I just wish we were staying at a nice hotel like the Treasure <laughs> Island right by Hastings. <laughs> yes, that would actually You know, be that nice. would be kind of fun. So I we would know. have some bonding over... 
bulldozer equipment and all of our experiences. But yeah, yeah, it's I'm I feel like pretty zen about this. You do, yeah. No, we don't have to be because some of them, Grant. We've been so nervous, we just wanted to die. The comedy one, I thought. Oh, how are we any gonna... of this the performance oh, the one perfor- except for the rock and roll one that was... and, but that was so fun but it was nerve-wracking it was and, p- and yeah. the musical was fun but it was so ner- much work and nerve rehearsals right you had to do a lot of memory oh, right. li- lines and practice and some and... of us remembered them better than than mm-hmm. others that's right but mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it you have fun with it right you know? yeah so anyway, I, I think it's going to be cool, and we're raising money for kids' charities. It sounds like is that what so it I is? Don't, we don't know. We them don't yet. know the charities. Yeah, but yet. I think that I think, sounds... I think ours is Courage Kenny. Oh, it is. I believe so. On our website, I was looking earlier. Oh, I might. I'll cool. double check, but I'm about ninety five percent sure on that. So for awesome. our particular, yeah. All right, love it, love it. Thank you. All right, so what happened last night? At the bowling alley. Well, first of all, the bowling alley feels like back to normal. It does. Hmm. <laughs> yep. There was so much of that last night. All the ladies are busy. Bam. And we have four guys on our team this year. Four gals, four guys. Oh, okay. We're totally a a mixed mixed league because we've had like two guys. Yes. You know, like six gals. So um, our new guy, Tom, bowled last night. And so he was setting his average. And I was very impressed because he threw the ball like... 19 miles an hour. Wow. I roll about a 10 mile an hour. Oh, gosh. It shows you oh, you, the RPMs on your ball? Yes. Oh, it's like a pitching thing. Yes. Have you ever noticed that, Grant, at the, yeah. the automated lanes, it gives you what your miles per hour is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But just because you throw the strongest ball doesn't mean you're going to be the best. No, but if you have more pin action. And our buddy True. Joe, he goes... Lori, because I was really stinking it up. I you only were. made my average one game. I got oh. a nice high average because I was on fire that first week. Yes, so I'm were. just going to drop. But I just couldn't hit the. He goes, Lori, try hitting the head pin and good things will happen. <laughs> I go, yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's a that's a nice slam. Yeah, I know. That's a but very I couldn't, nice slam. I, I couldn't find my mark. I was just a limp biscuit. <laughs> But it was fun watching the uh, Twins play Detroit. Yes. And even did the, they win? They did. They did. They've they, got to go two and two to, pre- to prevent losing 90 games this year. So yeah. it's a big four It was games. just kind of fun. And oh, I yeah. I observed this guy named Pinata. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. The pitcher? Pineda. Pineda. I, I said I, personally okay. like Pinata. that it was a Pinata. I said, I would like to sit in that guy's lap. That looks like a big, comfortable lap. Oh, he's a big boy. Michael Pineda. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. He's about probably 6'4". Oh, yeah. Uh, at least I mean, that 275. Would just, that'd be just an a, amazing lap to sit in. Yeah. He's, 275? He's a big boy. Yeah. Big, wow. big guy. Big guy. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, just sitting in somebody's lap. And then I got waxing nostalgic about jock straps last night. Oh, They've come so far, Julia, from what they used to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, the stretchy kind of I don't even baffle. know what a modern day jock strap looks like. Oh, they're amazing. I, I dare, double dog dare you to look up a jock strap parade. And... Um, <laughs> No, they're real nice, oh, Julia. Yeah. Oh, they're I, different. Yeah, you're not. They're gonna have... real nice. It's like basically a guy's version of a G's, you know, a thong. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, so Isn't sexy, that funny? so sexy. I haven't seen one in years. A yeah. lot of athletes don't wear them much anymore. To be real they honest don't. with you, no, the, the cup part of it the that holds part, the with the right. It yeah. just depends on what you're doing, like, mm-hmm. and maybe your age, and if you wore boxers when you were people, a young man. People don't wear them as much as they used to, do they, Grant? No, not really. No, but I think that more guys. Worm than you think because it snuggles up everything nice and tight. So if you are 
maybe on a bike or something. Lori, and name you, one person who wears a cup on a bike. Okay, the new jock straps don't have a hard cup. Oh, yeah. okay. They're more like a nice supportive sexy it's a sports sling. bra for down there. Yeah, All it's right. a sports bra for down there. Thank you, Grant. Okay, cuz I'm like there's no one on no, a bike no, wearing not, a cup. No, no, not a not a hard cup okay. like what you would wear like in hockey or something right. like that. But no, they're like uh you know, they're they're sexy bras. For for guys down there. I love it. All right. Well, anyway, I was driving my team crazy. How did crazy. you find these? Oh, I was doing some laundry, and I came across the sexy one of Casey's. And then <laughs> I saw him in it in Hawaii, and I said, it's bang o'clock time right now. Get out of that. That is too much. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, wow. That's like kind of cute. There we go. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go. It's time oh for a story gosh. we can't get enough of. Thank you. God, that would be fun to win the Eagles tickets. Damn. Okay, so this story kind of broke late yesterday afternoon when we were just uh, consumed with following along what was happening with Britney's court case. Yes. And um, the Daily Mail got a hold of Katie Couric has a memoir, which I we did know she was writing this We knew this she book. was writing it, absolutely. And it, it's called Going There, and it comes out in late October. Okay. The ladies on The View uh, let us know that Katie would be on their show, and then they started talking about it. And then I read the Daily Mail, which you always have to take when someone just does excerpts from a book, because the Daily Mail tends to always go for the most salacious. They always. tend to be misogynistic in always. how they cover stuff. But So they might be putting some of their spin on some of the passages because of their agenda. But Katie is coming across as, well, first of all, she's telling us a lot, but she's also, and I went and looked at a couple other sources, that she might be a deeply unpleasant person who hates other women. Okay. Well, <gasps> this is okay. So she's America's sweetheart that we all kind of grew up with because she was on the Today Show from what, 2006? No, 19. What was it, Lori? Oh, she 19. Was, let me just look. I okay, have look at somewhere. It. I mean, she was on for a long time, 1991 to 2006. So. We grew up with her. Yeah, yeah, um, she was on. She was our company every morning, and and you are hearing this or reading it in other places that she wasn't the. She doesn't sound like she's the best girlfriend at all. No, well, he, I mean, again, we we have to read the book because you got to read the whole thing in context. The thing that disturbed me the most was Matt Lauer, where she writes about how she was really upset. You know, right. and felt so bad for him because she knew, even though she'd read about all these awful things she writes, she was worried for him and she felt it was heartless to abandon him. So she sent him a text. She was in touch with him after he got fired right. and everything. But earlier in the book, Katie Couric writes about her time at the Today Show and she admits that she heard all the whispers. And she mm-hmm. describes how Matt's wife one time called the control room on a Saturday morning asking for a phone number of a woman she thought was having sex with him. I hope the morning show uh, writers are paying attention to all this. <laughs> she also uh, knew about a time that Matt Lauer sent a Today Show producer a lewd email suggesting she spread 
butter on her thighs and please come to my office and wear that skirt so it'll come off easily. Katie said she knew Grant, about that. have you sent this email to anyone <laughs> on our staff yet? Because I, I want to edit it before you send it. <laughs> and I'm serious. Who and does, Katie? Who does that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently it was another open secret. See, these open secrets are her people able to operate and do right. bad things. Right. Okay. She realized that Matt was having a fling with the production assistant who oh. had the same name, Katie, because he got he had written to Katie Couric a very suggestive email that was meant for this other woman. Oh, Lori, serious. And and she writes that she didn't like it because Matt was taking advantage of a young woman, but did nothing. Right. Said nothing. Right. And she writes the general rule at that time was it's none of your business. Right. That doesn't make her look good. Then she talks about um I mean, I just am shocked that she admits that she knew all sure. this. And then um, Ashley Banfield on her show last night. Um, and she's the, um, she's what is she probably about? She's about 53. 15, yeah. But she was a rising MSNBC talent when Katie was there. She wears there. like oversized black glasses. She's yes. gorgeous, but oversized glasses. And Katie Kirk writes, for a minute there, Ashley Banfield was the next big thing. I'd heard her father was telling anyone who'd listen she was going to replace me in that environment. Mentorship sometimes feel feels like self-sabotage, so I right. didn't want to help her in any way. Ashley, last night on her show, said, I want to correct the record here because you went after my dad. I was in Afghanistan. It was a very dangerous assignment. Right. A New York Post reporter found the number for her dad in the nursing home where oh. he was senile and 80 years old. And she called? And they New York Post called, and they said, are you afraid for your daughter? And he said, yes, I think NBC should bring her home and give her a desk job like Katie's. She said oh. that that is far from him maintaining that I was coming after the job. So right. she's like, I wish you well, Katie, but I take exception to the fact that you're throwing my dad under the bus. Um, she also writes that, uh, uh, you know, Deborah Norville, um, you know, she didn't she didn't like her. She said she didn't stick up for other women at work. Because she saw other women as a threat to her own career. Katie Couric said that. Yes. Gosh, you she know. She admits that she there are two types of women at work. OK, listen, Wh- listen, Grant. OK, this is true Two women. There are two types. There are women who support other women. And then there are the backstabbing women who pretend that they like you, but they'll do everything they can to, to undercut you because they view sleep. all other women as a threat. Got it. We've Julie worked and with, I are on the cooperative side. We've worked we, with both. Both women, yes. And it's not fun when someone pretends that they like you, but it's obvious by their actions that they don't like you because they leave you out of all kinds of things. Got it. Got so, it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and, she, you know, she also writes about Larry King, but she told that story before where she, she went out with him and then went back to his apartment and he lunged and tried to kiss her. And I'm thinking, okay, so... She kind of had told us that story. So I want to read this I book. totally want going there. I It's going to be released late October, mm-hmm. so... Tomorrow is October 1st. The and thing, she writes about that she would freeze other women out. I I think this is a reckoning. Okay, so she wow. is she she is a gazillionaire. She Wait. made millions of dollars yeah. in her life. So I, money isn't the issue. She, well, let me tell you, she's putting I, a nail in her coffin if she wants to ever go back to television. I don't, think she, I don't know that she I don't she think will. she does, Lori. Mm-hmm. And then, but the other part about this was it was so weird when she was named 
evening news anchor, which used to be a huge deal at CBS. And she said she went into a pariah's den. Nobody liked her. And that was just a toxic environment. Remember when yeah. they had her stand in front of the news desk? We were in New York for her first broadcast. Yeah. And we were like, why is she giving she the news in a white jacket? Standing in front, front of, of the news desk. It like, was like casual, they sabotaged like, her. They did. We thought that immediately, yeah. Grant. Like, why are they doing this to Katie Couric? <laughs> that is a little awkward. Um, but mm. I do think that there must be a reason she wanted to just get all this off her chest. And, and, and Coulter like, retweeted, this oh, book and. sounds fantastic. I, I, <laughs> and from her, I agree. I think there's going to be some good stuff. But th- I really do believe, though, that there's a reason that she's talking about this because she needs to cleanse herself or something. It's like a dear diary. Yeah. Because yeah. why would you write this? You don't need the money. And she and she writes that Matt was a decent man, and she felt it was heartless. But at the same time, she, she knew she that knew. he was Taking cheating advantage. on his wife and having an affair with a young production assistant who was probably twenty five, who he was like her boss. This is not a decent guy. Mm-mm. So I'm really. And then she talks about that Tom Werner, the guy she dated right after, like kind of a not right after, but like her first serious boyfriend. He had started MTV. Yes. And that he was a classic narcissist. And, you know, she is writing about her yeah. love life. And then she's got... I, so I need to read it all in I context. Think I want to read it in context, too. It sounds good. It, but it, right there with the Matt Lauer stuff, the fact that she says, "I we all knew it, there's an open secret and she knew. I'm just like, Katie. And that she writes that, you know, she rock blocked other women. Hey. Wow, Katie. Not America's sweetheart. I wonder what Jason's going to say. When he reads the book. I know, right? <gasps> I agree. All right, Grant, All right. tell us what's happening. Well, good for you, everybody. If you watched The Real Housewives in Beverly Hills last night, which, Julia, I was so tired when I got home from bowling, but I was like, I've got to watch the show tonight. <laughs> I I love their hair and makeup and clothes so oh. much on that darn show. Oh, my god! And their houses and just the comments. And, and then watch what happens live. Had Kathy Hilton and, and Kyle. Her sisters, it, the Hilton sisters, or the, whatever their last name is. Hilton. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Loved, yeah, loved it. Yeah, so some stuff happened, though, last night. Like, um, you know, Erica saying that she doesn't have any money while she's got a glam squad with her at this resort that, you know, I know they don't pay for. But in the meantime, Kathy Hilton's worth $400 million and she's doing her own hair with curlers. Right. And, okay. And you see Erica Jane having a team. A team of people getting her ready. She's getting sued for $25 million. And, and then saying, I'm broke. I don't have any money. And I'm like, okay, lady, and you got Kathy Hilton down, down uh, a couple Sears doors doing down it on her own. Yeah, doing using her Velcro curlers, and she's worth four hundred million. There you go. Can we say? But uh, I mean, you can't make this up. And Kathy Hilton and Garcelle and Sutton are the runaway diamond they really are. Uh, people, as far as I'm concerned. But um, a couple things that happen. Um, so on, watch what happens live. Um, Andy, who is the shadiest man Beyond. of all time, Beyond. says to Kyle Hilton, would you like to weigh in about Lisa Vanderpump? A former housewife. A former housewife confirming that at my baby shower in Beverly Hills that all the housewives were invited to, 
that you were running around blabbing about Eric and Tom don't have any real money. Okay, right. And here's and and Andy he. He already knows the answer to this question. So when you're watching it, and of course you're not going to be able to watch it, but he's leaning back away from her. You know, like when mm-hmm. someone I have it on video. Yeah, well, like when mm-hmm. someone is lying to you, you or they're telling back, you, you uh-huh. kind of you go back for whatever reason. Right. And he's leaning back, and Kyle decides, you know, because she is an actress and she's like starring in a Lifetime right. movie. You know, she's trying to get some roles. She's now imitating Lisa Vanderpump. Ashley from Cedar City, Utah, what do you think about LVP saying that you were the one spreading rumors about Erica and Tom Girardi's finances at Andy's baby shower? And is it true, Kyle Richards? Okay, well, first of all, everyone who knows her texted me and said, what a joke, and, you know, including people involved in this. But I'm going to respond to that in a classic LVP manner. Okay. Oh, here we go. I mean, Andy, I mean, I would never say something like this, ever. But one could argue perhaps that maybe her memory is fading along with her relevance because she wasn't even at the baby shower. But I would never say something like that. You can think about that, though. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. It was really good. But, of course, the real story is that it. Kyle Hilton and Andy Cohen admitted this today that Bethany told... Both of them. Both of them, that the money that Tom and Erica had wasn't real, that he was, you know, Borrowing. playing fast and loose yep. Got it. with money. And Camille Grammer, apparently, who was there, it, she told Lisa Vanderpump, oh, yeah, Kyle was, you know, talking about this. And he said, yeah, we we knew about it. Um, and, and Kyle knew about it. So this whole season, you can again see... Kyle's been acting pretty good, you know, with her expressions because she's acting like she's never heard a whisper of this. And Andy's saying that basically he has known maybe 2018, maybe it was late 2017. And um, and then I guess he also let us know that um, he and Erica at the four part Beverly Hills reunion, which there's never been four parts, four parts. parts. Um, apparently he and Erica get into their fighting Yeah, over the questions that he's asking her. And I am wondering if he was going hard on the questioning because I don't know any of the legal stuff, but the fact that as the executive producer of that show and knowing for so long and they had the cast take uh, the private jet a few times you know, is there any culpability? Does he sure. get roped into any of this right. stuff? So did he go hard on her in the reunion because he's trying to cover, make, his, tracks. cover his tracks for right. the fact that he's known for a couple of years? And that they use the Girardi planes and stuff. Yeah. Interesting, Lori. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. I think the thing I um I, I thought it was funny when Kyle pretended she was Erica um, being the ice queen. Oh yeah, and forgiving her. No, and she's loving doing the theatrics. I think she really is. Yeah, but it's to cover her lion, <laughs> lion self. The fact that she knew, and I just, I keep thinking, oh, Rena, you have backed yourself into such a corner. What does Erica have on you? Did you get money from Erica for the lips? For the lip business that right. you got into because I cannot. It's all coming out. to a head. It's it like is. it's like this has been an underground zit, Grant. Yeah. And it's all coming to a head now. Um, and it's just been getting juicier and juicier. And it's get, the <laughs> yes, head is getting has. whiter and whiter. Yeah. And you like want to touch it over here, but you don't want it to 
burst yet because you want it to be perfect. I feel like it's just coming. I mean, Lori, how many more episodes are left before we have the reunion? I think there's it's, just one more. I mean, one more, one more. This week. season has just been. It's just ready it's to very go, juicy. and it's just like bring it on and get but, a big mirror. I feel like Kathy. I mean, Kyle rehearsed that scene. You know, she knew that that question was coming. Um, I love when Kathy Hilton during the show last night said. I did a background check um, I on everybody here, so there's nothing I don't know. Right. I mean, she just like... She's really funny. She is absolutely hysterical. And her sister says to her, because these are sisters, um, Kyle and um, Kathy, and, and she goes, because they did Who Do You Like the Best? And it, of the Hilton girls, you know, the sister that used to be on, mm-hmm. the two that are on. and Kim. And, yeah, Kim and Kathy just had... Everyone loves Kathy. And Kyle goes, yeah... You haven't had to dish any dirt yet. Just you wait. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So it's it's like the honeymoon season the first year. Right. Anyway, it is so, that show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess the other thing that happens at the reunion is Garcelle and Lisa Rinna get into it. Oh, I would believe that. And, and those two have had something on and off. Because for a Garcelle years. has called Lisa Rinna out on her crap specifically. Yeah. Like, how could you wreck your 20-year friendship with Denise Richards? I know. You know, she's called her. She's the only one who calls her on stuff. All these other, like Kathy Hilton just doesn't even get involved. I, I sometimes like that. Yeah, I that. like that about her. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just was laughing that Kathy Hilton does her own hair and makeup. And there's Erica complaining that she doesn't have money traveling with the glam squad. I'm just an old lady with no money. money. I'm like, uh, and uh, you've got a personal assistant and you live right next to Army Hammer and so I'm sure your neighborhood, you know, the it's new- Hancock Park. It's it costs money to live there. Oh, about nine thousand dollars a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh to my. rent a house. Yeah, to rent. You're not even mm-hmm. owning it. No, no, you're renting. Oh, what yeah. a waste of money. Uh, yeah, nine thousand dollars a month. <laughs> you could have a hell of a mortgage. Well, she, I don't know that she could get a mortgage. Oh, good point. Yeah, I think she's in a, the world I of renting right all now. All I had was a credit card, God. a black <laughs> Amex. <laughs> And money would just come into my account. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's such drama. I know. And then her fake apology <laughs> to Sutton oh. when they were going on the sailboat. Oh. Like, did she take some medication that day? The one day she didn't show up to the wine thing because she was too devastated because of a story in the LA Times. And the next day she's glamming out and all happy and forgiving. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. Maybe a happy pill. It could be a happy pill. All right, so... Um, Just can we talk about a talk show for a second? Yes. You know what show isn't on in this market anymore? They pulled it because I had it on my DVR. Drew Barrymore. I know. Good. Because of ratings. Have... Yeah. Because it's in Rochester, Duluth, and some other market around here, but not the Twin Cities. Not the CBS. They... You got, did you like that show? I DVR'd it, and if she had somebody fun on, I would talk about it. But at first, her show made me very afraid. It was so relentlessly I cheerful. You said that. Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of gave me the hives. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she got in her groove, you know, and she added Ross. But yeah, CBS here decided no, we can do better with something else. Wow. So I don't know what's in her time slot. I think she was on at two, but she cannot move the dial, even though she had Jennifer Aniston and Cameron. Is on I know. last week. Wow. Well, she's not in this market, so we, I don't feel responsible for her. No, anymore. we don't. And Ellen is. Uh, she's I, shot up in ratings. Yeah, I watched her. She did kind of a weird thing a couple days ago. Um, she had Mila Kunis, 
co-host the show with her and they were dressed alike and they had Leslie Jordan on. How funny! Yeah, and he was absolutely darling, but they only gave him like, you know, five minutes and they could have done a lot more with him. But Mila Kunis is filming um, The Luckiest Girl Alive, that book we had on by Jessica Knoll. Are you kidding me? She just wrapped that movie up. She is in that? She's playing the girl, The Luckiest Girl Alive. So... I kind of feel like Ellen is just pulling out all the stops. She's dancing a little bit. Yep. She's calling on her Hollywood people. She's giving away a lot of stuff. But under, I, I feel her misery. I can see her you misery just want in her done. eyes. Just want to be done. You feel it in her eyes. I can see it. I can see it. And that's why she's having people come in yeah. and doing a lot just more. Just me up. It's a you know heavily yeah. produced show. And I love the spoof they did on White Lotus. So she's probably working the hardest that she's worked on her show before she was just mean and made other people work hard. And she just showed up. Now she's showing up, not able to be mean and working hard. So the audience is picking up on it and people yeah, are tuning People are in. liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Good so, for her. That's a good way to go. That's what's and Kelly Clarkson, her ratings have are, had gone up. People are tuning in. It's a great show. To her. And so and I don't know what's going on with Wendy Williams. I mean, two days ago she's coming back October fourth. Right. Now, no, she's not coming back for two till October eighteenth. And she's under doctor's care. So it's been so up and down. Like her brother comes out, says right. she's doing good, then she's coming back, right. then she's not. There's something going on. I here, think guys. so. Too. Very much so. Yeah. I think Wendy I is sad and uh I don't know if there's some drinking I or so. depression or 